Inside, I was a complete mess. I was unable to hold down a job, and even getting casual work was increasingly difficult. My biggest problems were inside my head self hatred, acute self consciousness, fear, shame, and a continuous dread of impending calamity. It was so different from the early days of my drinking. I was a pretty normal kind of guy. Not a lot of confidence, but smart enough, friendly. Then I found alcohol. With alcohol, I discovered confidence. I became a life of the party and found everything and everyone to be incredibly fun. I was what some people describe as a plateau drinker. I didn't need to get smashed every time I drank. I just needed enough to get high and then I'd kind of float along on that till uh, I passed out. So for several years, there were a few problems, but mostly just hangovers the first thing that came to light was that I was becoming dependent on alcohol to get me to sleep at night if I didn't have a drink before bed it was incredibly difficult to get to sleep I would toss and turn and feel incredibly uncomfortable so a a drink before bed seemed to always work It's magic. There was a time when these problems wouldn't have bothered me and and didn't. If If I began to worry about them, I'd just take a drink and magically they would disappear. But eventually, I reached a stage where alcohol provided very little relief from pain and fear. The magic seemed to have gone away. So I entered... That stage where there was no part of my life that wasn't affected by alcohol, I spiraled further and further into misery and fear to the point where a drink dulled the panic, but not the pain and guilt. I remember the last party I went to as a drunk. I sat in the corner, extremely self-conscious and uptight, angry at everyone, mostly myself. I couldn't do this. I was fortunate enough to be brought to AA by a friend. I was sure I didn't need it, but he talked me into going, saying things like, look, you're you're the smartest person in the room, but you never know. You might pick up a few pointers about controlling your drinking. And I realize now that if he had told me that I'd actually get any benefits, I'd uh, probably not go. 
Um, but I did go and it was fascinating. Here were all these people who were talking and laughing about all the things that I had been spending every waking moment of my life trying to hide. They were laughing about having the shakes, about drinking in alleys, having to lie all the time. We're telling funny stories about stealing money, um, going around drinking half-drunk beverages at bars, you know, stealing drinks off the bar with cigarette butts in them. And, you know, the difficulties of getting rid of all of the uh, empty cans and bottles. I had no idea at this point that other people were experiencing these things. I typically thought that it was only me. Uh, Slowly, I came out of my shell and overcame my fear of joining a a group. I was never much of a joiner. and, And then even asking someone to be my sponsor, that was very hard to do because I was sure that he wouldn't want to be involved with a dork like me. I was even going through my head thinking about what to say when he said no. Um, Stuff like, well, you know, I I don't really want you as a sponsor. I just, you know, want to see what you'd say. But finally, I picked up enough courage to ask and and the guy naturally said, sure, he'd be happy to sponsor me. So there I was at that point. I had a sponsor. I was going to a lot of meetings. I belonged to a group. Um, I had phone numbers. I was reading a lot of literature, but I I still really couldn't get sober. Um, I would go along for a, a week or two or a month, and I could be sitting at a meeting, listening, uh, you know, being a good little AA member, and and the thought would pop into my head, um, hey, there's a party next week. Uh, you know, I can have one drink just to be uh, friendly. Just one night. I mean, what harm could that do? Of course, uh, I'd still be drinking uh, the following week and <laughs> thinking about how stupid I've been. And then, uh, you know, Monday morning, I call up my sponsor uh, explaining that I fucked up again and I was convinced that he would finally hang up on me but uh, he never did he just kind of patiently waited for me to finish my rant and said that you know we find people who keep messing up like this haven't actually taken the first step and uh, that's all I ever heard you know first step first step Of course, I hadn't really done it. I was uh, honest. It was only a few words, you know. How stupid would you have to be to not understand it? I even went around explaining it to people who were new to AA who had less time than I did. I didn't realize that there could be a whole different level of understanding that would release me from this obsession with alcohol. I thought, uh, you know, when it comes to alcohol, I'm obviously hopelessly weak and I can never never get there but another sober friend uh, said no you're not weak when it comes to alcohol you're incredibly strong when you want to drink clearly nothing gets in your way 
not your obligations, your girlfriend, your kids, your your job, lack of money. You know, when you want to get high, uh, you're going to get high no matter what. And it, it occurred to me that that was true. My desire for uh, drinking was an irresistible force. It really satisfied something deep inside me. I, I certainly wasn't weak when it came to alcohol, only when it came to not having alcohol. It was so important to me. I really had no sincere desire to quit. Um, how could this not have been totally obvious? You know, um, alcoholics aren't using willpower to overcome their alcoholism. Alcoholics are like uh, long-distance runners. You know, when they're near the end of every race, every fiber in your body is screaming to stop. But in that case, willpower is keeping them going by focusing on the finish line ahead of them. And alcoholics can do the same thing. For a while, at least, when every nerve in my body is screaming out for a drink, you know, for a time I can concentrate on the need to stay sober. But that doesn't work forever. You know, your concentration fails and uh, down the hatch. So this realization occurred to me and, and that first step hit me. And I had this realization that I had to surrender. I didn't really know what to do. Because if I was powerless, there was nothing that I could do. You know, it's pretty simple. Um, You just need the next 11 steps. And there's no way you can change yourself immediately at the deep level that's needed in the beginning. All you can do is follow this program and let it bring about changes in you. You know, and even now, I get new understandings about steps that show me again how I had gotten it wrong before. You know, you try to intellectualize the steps and get lazy and inconsistent in doing them, but that's cool. They still work, and they still bring about changes. Many times, people who are new to AA have fresh insights that add to my understanding, and that's where the importance of sponsorship comes in because when you're working with someone else who's new they may bring up stuff that never even occurred to you it's it's uh, pretty amazing and it's a matter of practice you keep at it and uh, you just can't do them once and, and forget them you continuously go through step work with other people it's a constant process and the moment you stop doing that and reaching out to others you stop getting the benefits And the benefits have been incredible. I mean, I was a sad, frightened, lonely, miserable person. And my life was clearly going down the toilet. Um, I had been completely irresponsible. An unreliable employee. A worthless friend. I ended up staying at home as much as I could. Or wandering around the streets worrying, worried about who might see me. You know, and what lies I would need to tell them. My whole life had turned into a lie because I was so ashamed of everything about myself. And slowly but surely, actually fairly quickly, the steps started working on me. I really fell in love with life again and began 
earning money and created this podcast and people can rely on me. I turn up on time. I stop running away from problems. And I turned and faced the world and did the things that were needed. I, I used to hate the idea of stopping drinking and drugging because it seemed all the fun in life would disappear. But what happened, it was the the misery and disappointment that disappeared. And laughter and fun and, and joy came back into my life. And I, I now enjoy the thrill of doing scary things sober. I experienced uh, the contentment that I actually belong in the world. And then I'm a valued person who brings value to others. And with that said, we're going to dive into some AA humor about certain types of people you may come across at a typical meeting. So join us as we blast off into the fourth dimension. You are now blasting off into the fourth dimension on the V2V podcast.